Welcome to the Ladies at the Lab podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I want you to come on a journey with me as I navigate the world of digital marketing, women in leadership, and pretty much everything in between. Each week, you can expect me to talk about all things trending, work-life balance, and how I'm keeping things fun in all the places. Are you ready to pump up the jam? If so, let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ladies at the Lab podcast. I am feeling some type of way in this moment because we, the person that's with me today, we used to talk about having a podcast on my couch, and now she has her own podcast, and I have my own, my own podcast, and so today we get to be together doing the thing. And um, today I've got my one of my very best friends, Kara Whitaker, here with me. And we're in my office, and there's a fire on the TV, and I feel like somebody's going to be eavesdropping on our love affair right now. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get caught. <laughs> like, it's too good to be true, and like we're doing something wrong, because we've talked about this so long. I know. But we've talked about so many times, like in just normal conversation about work or family or whatever, that... We wish we had had a recording of what it sounded like. We were like, this could have been a podcast episode. Yeah, this could have been the 13,000th podcast episode we did. Yeah. And I was sending her the notes of what we were going to talk about. She's like, so pretty much what we talk about when we're on the couch. I'm like, yep, every single time. Um, a little bit about Kira, and then we'll kind of jump into what our normal segments are. Um, Kira is an incredible uh, lover of her family. She takes care of her home. She has a beautiful farm. She shelters animals and finds them all sorts of places. Um, she runs single-handedly a lot of different businesses, honestly. Like she, uh, her main hustle is Arden Yoga and Wellness, but she helps her husband run his business and they just invested in a new opportunity, which I'm so excited about. I was saving that to the last though because okay. it, I feel like it's a little bit of uncharted territory that I'm eager to understand a little bit more about. Okay. Um, but uh, she does all the things, but I know her so well just because we've had the opportunity to serve alongside each other, but parent and take care of our families. Our kids are the same age and um, we've been through a lot of different things together, but um, I just want to respect her as a bad eye. We have that. We have that in the the big energy, the big big energy that we bring to the table. Sure do. And there's not a lot of people that can uh, handle it. So we'll blow your hair back. <laughs> you won't know what to do with yourself. Nope. <laughs> so the first segment that will um, that we always do to open up the episode is what you do this weekend or what have you been up to? And that just gives you an opportunity to tell us what's going on with you. So unless you don't feel comfortable, I, I mean, I can go first, but if you feel comfortable, rock on. What's up with you? I mean, I'll go. Let's go. Okay. So like, how far are we going back when you say lately? Like just my weekend? Yeah. What, what, I mean, I know, I know for the most part, like generally what you've been doing, but just any updates based on the last five, five to seven. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm black and white. Yeah. Um, give me some lines to color in. Yeah. Last weekend. What did we even do last weekend? Oh, last weekend, me and my husband went to Moon River mm -hmm. Music Festival in Chattanooga. We went with some friends that are some of his best guy friends from college and mm -hmm. their wives are my dear friends because I mean, we've been together so long. And so we did that music festival. I live vicariously through your music festivals because that's not my vibe. Like that's not mm -hmm. my scene, but I love all of your pictures and I love to hear about you doing it. It's getting harder. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, something yeah. hits different. One of Boone's um, friends was him and his wife were checking out of the hotel when we were leaving mm -hmm. on Monday because we all got up at, you know, pretty early Monday morning to come back because we're like, we've got jobs. And yeah. Kids. We can't live this lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> we're so, not on, we're not, a, we're not on tour with the group. We're not mm -hmm. at all. And so he was walking by and he yells out, it hurts a little more each year, doesn't it, guys? <laughs> And I don't mean, I mean, just like being on your feet that long. Uh -huh. I mean, I can't tell you how many times my husband's like, my knees hurt. <laughs> I mean, it's just physically a little bit trickier each year. But the thing that I love about a music, it was our anniversary. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of what we do for our anniversary every year is we pick a good show or festival. And that's that one y'all went to Montana. Yeah, we did a festival in Montana one year. 
Um, we've done pilgrimage. It all depends on the lineup. I'm not just going to any festival. Who was that? Who was that? This one. So this one was um, Ellie and Drew Holcomb. Nice. And then they had out with them. Is it Johnny Swim? Yeah. Yeah, which that they were great. And that, that's a mood. That's moody vibes. They, they were vibey uh-huh. for sure. And then who else was there? Hozier was there. Okay. Sure was. And then somebody canceled, so Need to Breathe was there. That's cool. Yeah. And I the last time I saw them, they were a little too poppy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did all their old stuff, yeah. which was great. And then who else was there? Um, I think those were my main ones that the I was weather excited was to see. so good. The weather was so great. And we've been running the streets with the kids with just travel sports. And so I think for us, it was like, I rested really well. There was one day where I'm not kidding you, Megan. Did I just mess this up? Okay. No, we're good. There was one morning because we didn't have anything to do. You know, we didn't go to the festival till the afternoons and I slept and I don't mean like I rested my head and I scrolled and then. <laughs> back asleep I slept till 11 a.m and then you're like what how old am I right now like I don't remember the last time I slept till 11. I was afraid I had a bed sore when I, woke up. <laughs> I slept so you're hard like, have I been on a ventilator or what I is happening no idea I was like feeling around like did I time travel <laughs> what was happening but I told Boone I said you know we've just we've been in a season where we've had to work honestly way past our boundaries just because it's been something we've just been a season where it's been required um but I didn't realize that I just needed some rest and so that was something that is part of like the festival weekend if we go somewhere is we are not like going out at 10 a.m and standing outside in the sun all day Uh -uh. we'll see what show is like at five yeah. We'll grab dinner before. You'll get the early bird special. 100%. <laughs> I'm not going to that. I'm not going until 4 p.m. I'm going to hover around every year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think it's great. Uh, my brother, he that's why he should be your manager, like our manager when we're on the road. Yeah. He loves a festival. Him and um, my well, this wasn't a festival, but it was an outdoor concert. They went to George Strait when it was literally 900 million degrees. Um. And he was like, I think that would that was a deal breaker. Like, yeah. I was not prepared for full blown dehydration. And he was like, it wasn't worth it. Yeah. I can say that like strongly. Yeah, there's all. I think that there's there's a breaking point for everyone. Boone is very much. Um, he doesn't want to do like a two day situation anymore. Yeah. He immediately will get a little bit testy about it, but then I have to explain to him that, like, I bought the tickets. Mm -hmm. They don't let you, you know, pick and choose, like, your time slots and then get a discount. It's not, like, a la carte. (laughs) Pick your chair. No. (laughs) And so I just kind of had to give him a pep talk, like, it's okay, buddy. Like, you can do it. (laughs) It's going to be great. And then he had a little moment of like, well, you know, will the Titans play at this time? And I will I be was in wondering front of the about, TV. I was wondering about him in football. We just did brunch and made sure that it, there were some TV options because, you know, he's not about to miss Tennessee or I know the Titans play. And so all of that to say, that's what we did this weekend. And then this week we have just been doing the thing, you know, yeah. school, work, after school, sports with the kids mm-hmm. and trying to make sure everybody's fed and clothed. Yeah. If we could do that. And then you're getting ready to go out this weekend for sports, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> All the time. Hype, hype up your jam. I feel like that skit on SNL. Do you know where they talk like this? Yeah, it's I, like feel, the two, I, I feel like I'm going to yell to you're not going to yell. And then these mics cut out every now and then. So it's a little bit weird, okay. but there's a skit on SNL where they, they talk, the, the radio show talk. oh yeah it's the two women <laughs> it's molly shannon yes. and sherry o'terry what we- <laughs> or no not sherry o'terry one of the other ones but that's the whole that's that's i was like why are we so quiet right now we're not quiet people we're not but i think it's we're afraid of our i think we're afraid of who we are when we're with the other person unhinged <laughs> so we're really holding back we're rolling <laughs> we're rolling off the edge there's a lot of edits that might have to happen in that case um us this weekend we celebrated sadie's birthday literally I had the worst birthday hangover like and not in that sort of way because it was we did like a little pool party on Saturday night and 
it was just running around all day to get stuff for that. And then we had like back to back to back things on Sunday on top of football stuff. But then the kids were out of school on Monday. (gasps) And so um, Jacob and I watched Sunday Night Football because the Cowboys played. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was able to stay up and watch that whole thing for the most part, which is not normal for me on a Sunday night. I'm usually out at nine o'clock. So we did that, and then um, I got up on Monday morning, and then we took the girls shopping to Opry Mills, which is pleasant on a Monday. I mean, normally, right now, it's like wall-to-wall human beings, and it smells bad, and it's not the Opry Mills that it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) But on Monday, on a Monday, when Davidson County was in school, it was great. Is the smell... It's not drastically good. different on a Monday versus it was it was better Friday? because there wasn't bodies packed in there like <laughs> from all over like Ew. these are all of the tourists shoved into like the Opry Mills why of I, all the things do you think it's that people like maybe there's a website somewhere that still says it's Opryland yeah and they're going did you go to Opryland when you were little yeah man we well, had season tickets way to do was it like the Something river Wabash rampage. Camp. Yeah, that's the where you go down the exit is the Grizzly River rampage. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So maybe those people <laughs> think that they're going to Opryland, but then they're at Opry Mills <laughs> and they're just sweating and, like, and walking around. I guess we'll go get some roasted nuts. Like yeah. I would. I mean, and Opry Mills is fine, but most of the stores you can go to in Murfreesboro. Yeah. But Sadie, we always, we laughed whenever we put her in the car. We were like, you got like a pocket full of money for your birthday and you're going to come back with like bull crap, like trinkets. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, so what? No, so I won't. And so we walk around. We, we are literally at Opry Mills for three hours and she got candy and played a claw machine. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that's it. Did she get anything? No, nothing. Oh. We got nothing. Oh, she saw this thing in one of those random like kiosks where they like assault you to try mm. to buy their stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, don't look at me, don't look at me, don't look at me. Mm-mm. But they, it's like a poppet game where it lights up and you have to punch the poppets that are lit up in like a time, whatever. And so they were like, it's 20 bucks. And she was like, what? 20 bucks for this trash? Yeah. And so then Jacob looked it up on Amazon. He's like, I can get it for you for $11. And she was like, sold. Yeah. So we left with a dream of this pocket game and candy, lemon heads. Huh. What a day. Yeah. Well, but she, the thing about Sadie that I'm learning when she goes shopping, she likes the hunt. Mm-hmm. She doesn't necessarily, she wants to hold all of her money. Oh, well, you know her and Willow are the same person, even but though she, Willow's the second born. And Willow will not spend a dime. Uh-uh. She, I mean, for her to make a purchase, yeah. she it has to be serious. And even that's hard for her. She kind of weighs her pros and cons. Yeah, Sadie couldn't fathom that you would take 20 bucks from her for this like little game or whatever. And I'm like, why are we here? But she likes to shop and she wants to look at everything, mm-hmm. everywhere, every store that she's interested in. She wants to put her hands on just everything. Touch everything. I'm like, gosh. And so Jacob, I, there were a couple of times I was just like, please God, get me out of here. And he was like, she just wants to shop for her birthday. Leave her alone. And I was like, you're a good person. Yeah. I need a drink. Yeah, you're better than me. <laughs> of course. We Here we are again. Yep. Here we are. <laughs> I still got this janky, annoying, like lingering cough. So many people have that right now. Mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee. I know. Ragweed. Okay, well, that was fun. Mm. I feel like that was just us having coffee on a Friday afternoon. That was like a voice text. You know, yeah. that wasn't coffee. <laughs> The coffee would be like, you wake up and it's like, we've been in a fever dream for three hours. What happened? Ooh, I got to go put dinner on the table. Oh, jeez. The lights are off. Everybody left outside. Closing time. There's a boot on our car because we've been here so long. Um, okay. So the next segment that we do is a current favorite. Something that you are, I say, putting on your face or your favorite store that you're shopping at for clothes or your favorite kitchen or household item that you've discovered or TV or a book. That's my favorite. I know you got a book in there. Okay, so I don't have a book right okay. now because I'm favorite? not really reading. But I did say I don't read. <laughs> when you when you I do read a lot, but I'm not right now because we're just 
if I do read, it's kind of the same with me in shows, like mm-hmm. a series. I I want to start and I want to binge it. You yeah. know, I'm all or nothing. My, I black my, out. My pendulum swings wide. Same. And so that's kind of how I am with reading. I do not want to start a book unless I know that I can finish that book in 24 hours. So that's why I'm not reading right now. However, I have started when we're going to like favorite show because you put like reality show, but I don't watch reality TV. Yeah. I have started this week on YouTube because I do love some YouTube. Um, I have been watching all of these historical documentaries, and here's what happened, everyone. <laughs> How did I know this was going to come out I of your mouth? Know. I love it, though. I love this about you. But I got fit. I even got Boone on board, and then Boone was like, they're really good to go to sleep to. <laughs> this is music to my, this is like a lullaby. Did you put on a sound machine? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> so it it's these it's these like historical reenactments of what people would look like. So for example, and it's all these like legit historians. So it's not like if Willow was like, this is what I think right. that King George looked like made out of Play-Doh. It's like legit. Do they use that? Do they do Play-Doh? No. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> no. So it's this historian and she goes through all of these people throughout history and like does a little like probably 20 minute thing on their history and like what you heard about them and then what they probably really looked like and a lot of people were not attractive <laughs> like we thought hollywood glammed them up they did cleopatra they did elizabeth taylor that's all i, I can say in my mind wrong <laughs> <laughs> wrong and then yeah so that's been my guilty pleasure this week I've that just, sounds fun it's so fun and they're not very long and then i've done like a couple other I've been going down these like British historical things and did you watch the new Bridgerton I, I did not about the, the queen reason. it's actually good is it I watched season one of Bridgerton but it was not my favorite because it's very graphic um it's not that it was I think it was a little too <laughs> I like more like a PB is it PBC PBS 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 <laughs> like oh what you call it um, like, um, Poldark mm-hmm. and I didn't watch Downton Abbey, but I like that kind of historical yeah. drama a little bit more. I don't like a contemporary. This is a very bubblegum, like yeah. pop music reenactment of a historical yeah. situation. Yeah. So that's just not my vibe. Yeah. Um, but I've heard people love it. it the, uh, the only reason I brought that up is the newest one. The first two were shocking to say the least at some yeah a little bit a lot um the third one has been quite bearable and not shocking in that realm but the story is really good and that's where it's a love story but it's in a different it is in a more realistic like in sickness and in health type thing Mm -hmm. and it it feels more vulnerable more human than like a silly like cheesy gross romance novel yeah that would be more my vibe yeah i don't know it's worth giving a swirl if you have you know just the itch to to watch some television i feel like i really let you down (laughs) no not at all now i want to watch them make king george out of (laughs) play-doh but then at the same time i'm such a visual person Mm -hmm. like Let's say I'm going to watch Hunger Games, the movie, and I find out there's books. I'm going to try to watch the or read the books before I watch the mm-hmm. movie, but I'm gonna, always going to see what's her face at cat, as Katniss. 100%. So I'm afraid that if I were to watch this and have an image of what this person looked like legitimately, mm-hmm. then I'm going to be like, well, they were ugly. Right. You're never going to be able to truly see Brad Pitt again. You're going to see an right. ogre. Exactly. Yeah. Be like, oh, you were just a normal person or you weren't that attractive. Yeah. That's a real bummer. Um, so this is fun. It's a documentary, but I'm currently into because we finished my latest reality show. We wrapped that up this week. We started the Kelsey Brothers, the Jason Kelsey from he plays for the Eagles the Philadelphia Eagles and him and his brother matched up in the Super Bowl last year. Mm. He, his brother played for the chiefs. He's a big, um, tight end for the chiefs. And he, the brother, other brother plays for the Eagles and they, the mom, it was a big story because the mom went to watch her sons play one another at the Super Bowl, oh, Brutal. which would that not just rip your guts out, rip my heart out and stuff on it. And so we started a documentary because, on What's TikTok. It on? It's on uh, prom. Okay. 
Um, it's a the reason that I wanted to watch it is because their personalities hooked me on TikTok. The two brothers have a podcast. And the the for the last week, all I've been seeing are the two brothers have Jason, the one that this show is about his wife on. So it's just this conversation between these brothers and one of their wives. So it's like a conversation you'd have at the dinner table with the in-law. Right. And it's hilarious and adorable. And the and she's just one of the guys. Like, she just busts on them both. Mm-hmm. And, like, but then they're all, they love each other desperately, but they can just have a really normal conversation. It is. And they're not, like, tiptoeing around each other. Like, they're giving each other a hard time. And so I've seen these clips on TikTok, and I'm like, I've got to watch this show. Um, and so it's about just kind of a day in his life because I think it, that he's in his 12th season. Ooh as a football player and so it's him kind of documenting all the injuries that he's had and how he has to take care of his body during the season he's caught two little girls just had his third little girl his wife was like getting ready to give birth at the super bowl so this documents the whole season last season up to her getting ready to give birth and like going into the super bowl so that's your jam right that's my jam right now did you um because you know i don't really care that much about professional sports yeah um but i do love my husband and i want to spend time with him yeah so we've been watching um what's the one on hbo oh uh, hard knocks so we watched hard knocks but do you did know they follow the jets yeah uh-huh. um yeah with aaron Rodgers, which i'm like i have a whole thing about that but um he's the whole time and he's out for the season yeah because he, he hurt his achilles like boone did i know and i i mean that's painful yeah, sorry you know no, no, but and then like the re-injury rate on that even post-surgery like it's pretty gnarly so there's that mm-hmm. but and i don't know like you might need to edit this out because i don't want to get sued you um but one of, my, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, one of my friends because we were just talking we we're probably last week in all of this and i was just saying that we've been watching that and i was like i just cannot believe how old he is and i don't mean that in an old no he's way. old he he is old and i have so much respect for any athlete that is still performing at that capacity especially when there's guys on the field that are saying i used to watch you when i was nine so let me just say that but my friend said um she was like i don't like him and i said why and she said um because he doesn't he doesn't talk to his mom like he does not speak to his family at oh. all did you know that yes and apparently his parents just pay like full price tickets to come sit up in the stands and still cheer him on so the reason What's the story with that megan and his brothers and yeah sports commentator how awkward's that so the reason i know that is because his brother jordan he is has been on the podcast <laughs> yes he was on the podcast last week that would be hilarious <laughs> Um, Jacob would have, Jacob would have had a bone to pick with that one, if you know what I mean. Um, but Jacob and I watched the reason we have a Jojo is because there was a Joel Fletcher that was the bachelorette and she was called Jojo. And uh-huh. he was like, I think that's the cutest nickname. And Jordan, Aaron's brother okay. is the one that she picked. And they just recently got married like two or three years ago. Okay. But he was actually in, he played college football, but now he's a college sports commentator. Yep. And they like, co. they're getting ready to co-host like television shows and stuff. Like they're a pretty powerhouse couple. And um, you knew that they were brothers on the show, but he kind of divulged the fact that there had been a rupture in that relationship and that he literally does not speak to any of them. So do you know anything? Mm-mm. But I do know he's weird as doo-doo. Like he... Yeah. I don't know. I think he's one of those guys that would like take peyote and go like live in the desert. He did one of those silent, like he sat in in a silent, dark retreat. Like you go to a house, no windows, no outside light, and you sit for days on end in the darkness with complete solid, like solitary confinement. But he's the kind of guy that's into like weird, like. He was he was engaged to Shailene Woodley, which I think she's a great actress. Let it be known, she's she in is, some of my favorite. But she's movies. probably kind of weird too. Yeah, she's probably weird. She's a great actress though. Yeah, but that it. it does make you wonder about the character. He's such a great quarterback. Well, and the thing is also like let us also <laughs> bring attention to the fact that we are consistently saying was <laughs> like he was in a relationship with this person. He was engaged right red to flag. this. Ch- like there's a lot of like relationships. He is with somebody that are else. Not, uh, what's her name? Um. 
<laughs> was she from Lady A? Did they go out at one point? What? That's Lady- not who I was thinking of. I, I was thinking, thinking of um, Olivia. <gasps> no, not Olivia Wilde. Nope. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. No, I got a bone to pick with her. What's your bone with her? Because she left Jason Sudeikis. Oh, yeah. And he's a buddy. Yeah. And didn't he get sober recently? Like, cleaned up his life and all the things? I hope so. Um, I don't. We hope. I don't. Yeah, but I, didn't she leave him for. We are now a pop culture. It's fine. I podcast. love this game. So, didn't she leave him for Harry Styles on the set of that movie? Oh, yeah. Don't and she was. Worry a, or and she was a little bit older. She had her cougar pants on a lot a bit older, I think. And well, and here's the thing. That's also like yeah. a total ageism the thing that we don't have to go down. But if it was like the guy was older, Rolls nobody reverse. would mention it. But and she's beautiful. She is. But I think that she, she, she's on my nerves. Mm-hmm. She's we're done. I've canceled her. Let yeah. it be known. She's been canceled by me. Hashtag. <laughs> Um, but anyway, you would have loved the conversation we were talking about because Jeremy, one of the owners here at Burrow Business Lab, his his sons just got to start together on Black Men's High School football team. So <gasps> last week was his first week watching his senior son play with his sophomore brother. And he Ugh. was like, I didn't know who to watch and how to do the things. But we were talking about it was really sweet. He was like. I have to like um, like check out of the fact that it's my child out there playing this sport and let them have their experience and, you know, all the things. So, like, I'm quiet in the stands. And he was like, the thing that I remember as a parent is that I want them to be well when they walk off the field. So he said every time I, I, the game's over, he walks up to his sons and puts his hand on their chest and says, like, are you well physically? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, lay hands on that baby. I know. So just thinking about, like, those parents of Jason and, yeah. and Travis. Like, I think it's Travis. I don't know what his name is. The other brother's name. But, like, being a parent of – and, like, football is a vi- – that was the other thing Jeremy was saying. He was like, it is, like, modern-day gladiators. It's 100%. so – 100%. It's our version of the Roman games. <laughs> and we pay, like, good money to go. And it is – obviously giving people traumatic injuries but we love it like we feed off of it and so I was just like I can't imagine having a son that wanted to play football professionally or in college or whatever or in middle school we did and he's done yeah um I don't blame him that's brutal it's not his personality yeah um did y'all did y'all watch um the Johnny football documentary I didn't that's the one about what's his face yeah did you not watch it out of like a reason or you just hadn't gotten to it yet honestly it's it get in line that's what I say like there are shows that I prioritize based on like because I don't have time anymore and I don't have a lot of shows yeah and so I do have like that one sports show a week yeah I want hard knocks is a good one well and but that one the one I was talking about the Mm -hmm. Johnny football one. Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Yeah, it's good. Uh, can we just scroll back? We're having a full-blown sports conversation. Ew, this sick. <laughs> Who are we? I love it. It, it makes me happy. Megan tricked me into talking about this. Boone's going to be like, I've been trying for 15 years to get her to have this conversation with me, and Megan had her for 30 seconds. Listen, every time I see one of those um, Manning brothers, I think of Boone. I think of you and... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Him just sitting up there with his arms propped up. Anyway, you'll have to comment and ask what what the inside joke is about the Manning brothers. It has to do with a Manning brother and a hockey game and and Megan and a hot dog. (laughs) And Boone was just like arms rested on the stairs like... These these girls, <laughs> those two, and then Jacob is mortified. Yeah, his eyes <laughs> just you know went blank. He okay. couldn't even look. Um, my tree. Oh, oh wow. man, I just slammed. Megan just broke her ulna. So we're gonna get into the tree of trust. It's time to get in the tree of trust. Um, I live here with you in this tree. Okay. Do you want to go first? You want me to rip the band aid? Um, I'll let you rip the band-aid. Okay. Mine's kind of tough. Oof. But I brought it up because I think that you and I do this really well. Um, and recently we had to navigate this. Um, sometimes it's really hard to do business and it not be personal. Like to keep those two lines from getting blurred. And I think um, the, the thing that I love about you and I so much is we're not codependent like 
We could be probably if we wanted to. We could flirt on a lot. We could, <laughs> but we we would hang the hat on the wall of codependency yeah. and say, for this case and for this sake, we're not going to be codependent. Like as a business, this is just the best choice for me. Has nothing to do with you. It's just this is the best thing for me to do. And uh, you and I have had that conversation recently, and I just totally honored it because you weren't wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I think what ends up happening is we're human beings at the core of who we are. And a lot of the times I can respect you as a person for making the choice, um, but experience, you know, frustration as a business or even hurt feelings. If you've made a business decision, um, I just think it's really hard to keep those things straight. Um, but I think, in those types of situations when you know what's at the heart of somebody morally and with their motives and makes it a lot easier. Like if you have that trust with somebody mm-hmm. and you feel safe in their relationship to say, this is church and this is state, like that's kind of how we play the game. Like I need to talk in this vein. You're mm-hmm. going to have to check out of the other one. Um, so it can be hard, but I think it has to deal with the, like the level of trust in the relationship and what you know that person to value because it can get real gray like really quick. Um, and so I would say like hesitate who you go into business with. That's your friend yeah, because you want to trust them on both levels and trust that they are not so codependent in the relationship um, that they you know, get hurt easily or that they're dishonest or not a great person or carry themselves in a way that's not really honorable or truthful or, you know, respectable at the end of the day. Cause I think different sides can come out of people in the different, like professionally. I agree. Specifically. So that's my tree of trust. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. If not, it's totally fine. I think it's also, it's tricky specifically where you and I live because mm-hmm. there's so there's so much um overlap mm-hmm. in so many relationships because we do live in it, regardless of how big Murphy's Bros gotten it's still kind of a small town yeah do you know what I mean and so like I have customer I have clients of mine who have used Boone before to roof their house and yeah. it, do you know what I mean? like crossover between like and that's a big purchase yeah and it's also scary not that like I know that the quality of work they do is sure great, but like what if that one thing happened like that one in a thousand job thing happened totally. and they weren't hot like I think sometimes because we live in such a small town and a lot of our business relationships do have a lot of our relationships have a lot of different hats mm-hmm. I think that it can be really tricky. But I also think that a lot of people like me and you, we always say this when it comes to business, we have, we just have more of a masculine personality. Mm -hmm. And, but in my relationships, I'm such a nurturer and I also have people pleasing tendencies in my um, friendships and in my kind of outside of business relationships. And so Isn't that weird? It is. And I don't know if that's just God's grace for me or what. Yeah. Or if it's maybe just a place somewhere subconsciously that I that I comfortably execute that because because I, I don't know. I'll have to process that with my therapist. But <laughs> I don't know. Keep them on speed dial. But I think sometimes people don't think or maybe take into account, okay. I know this person from here mm-hmm. and I want to do business with them or I want to have this relationship with them also because I already know them. So I want to use that contact, yeah. but they don't think about how those boundaries shift. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I don't, I don't think people understand about boundaries is your boundaries shift with every relationship. Mm-hmm. Like what my husband might say to me as an inside joke, it which would be totally fine, could right. be completely inappropriate mm-hmm. for somebody, another person that I know that I don't know as well. You know, your boundaries change within each relationship, but I think that people don't always take into account yeah. that it's different in business mm-hmm. and you've got to be clear in that and you have to communicate it and really use your words. And I think that's why you and I work so well together is because we know that our first priority is always our friendship. Yeah. We honor that above all else. Mm-hmm. And we scan everything outside of that to make sure that the structure of that is never going to be jeopardized. And if so, then we scrap it. Yeah. It was funny. Um, one of my good friends was Sadie's teacher last year. I remember. I had some fear about it, but I think what you said is super key. Um, 
I don't want to exclude, like I would never want to exclude Boone as my roofer because I was afraid to mix business and friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, I trust Boone, but doo-doo happens and yeah. it could end up not going great. Or I, for some reason, I'm not just super satisfied. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but I think what you just said was like over communicating on the front end. Hey, I love you, but we're getting ready to get into new territory here. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be like Jen just had to say, I can't call you on the phone and talk about school. If we yeah. talk about school, it has to be through these channels because I'll get in trouble and it won't be in Sadie's best interest if you and I are just shooting the breeze about her school stuff. And it was like, okay. And I knew what to expect. And she knew how she was going to dictate and handle all the school stuff. And it was beautiful. And I, like, I go into the, I, I go into the school year every year. Like I'm on your team, but I'm also on my kid's team. Yeah. Um, and so I like to be an advocate anyway, but like, it's your kids, you yeah. know, or it's your home or your livelihood or whatever. And those things can constitute, you know, ways that you would get big or be more offended easily or harmed or hurt easily. Yeah. Um, and so I think communication on the front end, cause it can be done and I have done business with friends before and it's been beautiful. Yeah. All the um, time. But I think communication, but I think we communicate well. We do. And I do think that I, I handle my soulmates. I know. I just understand. We have our own sign language. We do. We do. Okay. What's your tree? Um, this past week, um, I had a hard time parenting. Yeah. It's been one of those weeks where you just like feel like you're, you're just failing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I won't go into detail. It's nothing like catastrophic. Um, and another thing, side note is I really try to guard anything that I say, um, on social media, on podcasts, just cause you know, my, I have a teenager now and I want, and I want to honor his privacy and anonymity in our relationship and, and Willow as well. But, and it's not so much them. It was just, this week was one of those weeks where I didn't realize how behind and how spread thin I was until things caught on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the kids were behind on some assignments yeah, and the teacher reached out to me and that felt really crappy because I always ask, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. do you have any assignments? What are we doing? And the answer was no. But then I was going, okay, but I also haven't logged into your Google classroom. Right. And so the conversation that we had was, I'm not upset with you that you're behind. I'm upset with you because you did not take advantage of the support that I've put in place for you. Yeah, you had to ask for help. Yeah. You did not tell me that you need help. Mm-hmm. I will never, ever, ever deny you help if you feel like you're struggling anywhere. Yeah. And so it was one of those weeks where I just kind of, I think it was a good perspective week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also a good reminder for me that um, I don't think love's the right I do not parent my best when I'm when we are living in a state of like haste and speed, and we yeah. and we have the past probably six weeks, mm-hmm. and so that, travel sports will do it to you. Well, and just like finishing up that house project and um, like a lot of shifts in Boone's business that I've helped with. So just just a lot of stuff that's not our. It's very atypical for us. It's a season, yeah. but seeing that there were some blind spots that I missed, um, I didn't love. That feels great, doesn't it? Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just like telling my husband, like, and basically just confessing, like, this is where I've failed everyone, you know, but I think that there's just, there has to be, there has to be room for being a human being. And I've even gotten to the point, I can't remember what it was the other day, but Jojo was like, you forgot that this was blah, blah, blah. And I looked at her and I was like, I am one person and I'm trying to remember everything for me. Everything for our house, everything for you, everything for Sadie. I was like, if it is important to you, you're going to have to remind me. Because it wasn't anything like earth shattering, but it it disappointed her that I forgot. Yeah. And so I think too, like that's a part of a rite of passage for your kids. Like, hey, you have to own the responsibility in X, Y, or Z. And I mean, I dealt with that with Sadie last year and I was like, you're going to start writing all your assignments down. Um, We're going to have to have some sort of accountability because it doesn't trigger in me to ask you about X, Y, or Z every week. Yeah. And you're going to have to remember some of these things. So it's just, I'm not like, whatever, you know, feel what you need to feel about it, but it's such a human it is. And like, you know, their schedules are so packed out compared to what ours were when we were little. One thing I did do was 
Um, I ordered some nice academic planners. Nice. Um, I love a planner. I know you do. That's mm, why I'm, pencil that's and a, paper. That's why I'm saying it. Yes. Um, and I got I'm going to need those links. All the gel pens will link below. Um, and I told the kids every Sunday night, I'm going to do five to ten minutes with each of you individually. Yeah. And we're going to map out the whole week. Like down to the sports schedule you know, whatever's going on and then we'll add to it as needed. And I probably don't need to do it with Willow because, you know, she's on it. But I also didn't want her to feel like I was supporting Ori and her not. So I just went ahead and got them both. Well, it's a tool of preparation for both of them. So that's my action item of Mm -hmm. how I'm going to try to kind of loop around and not fall into that trap again. But, yeah, that's my tree of trust. It's just, you know, it's hard to be every woman. It is. Whitney Houston, we can't do it. Whitney, it is. Speaking of her, I think I fell into a rumor back to Hollywood. Oh, back to Hollywood and pop culture. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us. <laughs> Follow us in the for all of your celebrity gossip. Yeah, um, and I I don't know what's real, Megan anymore. I don't know what's an AI hologram and what's uh-huh. real. But um, I clicked on the article, and so it seemed legit, but it was saying that um, she was, like, one of the top, if not the, love of Kevin Costner's life after the bodyguard. Fun fact. Have you heard of trust? Do you know? I've never seen the bodyguard. My husband wants to assault his 90-year-old boy. Like, the 90s boy in him is like, you've never seen the bodyguard. The singer in you? (laughs) The, I'm, I'm never sorry. This no, I know all you. of the words to the soundtrack, but it was like rated R it when I was in the third grade. Nothing that you know the soundtrack and you haven't. That would be like me being like, I know every song to the Selena movie, but you haven't seen it. Yeah, no, ma'am. Okay, well, I guess I need to watch it. It's the first fight me and Megan ever. This is the first disagreement we've ever. That's had. it. It's over for me. <laughs> and you caught it on air. I don't love you anymore. <laughs> you have to. I mean, it was groundbreaking. You know, right? An interracial relationship, but and it Kevin Costner, and it was her first movie role, I think. Again, fact check everything I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, say enough about her vocals. Right. She also killed it. It was almost like, in my per- these are all opinions. Um, it was almost like um, a star is born. I, you know, I was, you you know, oh, I was judging. I just got chill pumps. about Miss Gaga. I was like, she is not an actress, whatever, and she knocked it out of the park and that was Whitney Houston Whitney Houston made a way for that to happen and again in my opinion <laughs> listen I'm literally my hair's blown back in this moment because a star is born is woo buddy woo buddy it's so good it was so good so and then you give me 90s music all day and all night so I need to just take a I need to get a time machine I mean, you don't get in time machine. You just, just need watch to watch it. Get on, you freaking pr- loser. Prime. And Welcome <laughs> to the party, you idiot. It's been ninety minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, Jacob and I might just have to watch that this weekend. So good. Um, but I like. Ah, why did that come up? I don't know. We were talking. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, it's Kevin Costner. I'm. I'm still on the Yellowstone. Kevin Costner. Like, what season are you on? We we're caught up. Okay. And they left I, us with nothing. I don't think I'm caught up on the last three episodes. I think we paused. Yeah. Um, but but a young Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. Jeez Louise. Here we go. I mean. My weekend's tied up, guys. Yeah. Don't ask me for anything. I, I mean, an old Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> like bowel cancer. <laughs> Literally. Man, there's something special. <laughs> Golly, we've digre- we've digressed. <laughs> we warned you that it would go here. Yeah, it, here we have arrived. It's like Kevin Costner Balkan. <laughs> <laughs> Not taking it out. I'm leaving it. Um, I had to write a few notes about the serious stuff because I knew that the easiest, like that was the banter. <laughs> we have a, we have not. There's so many conspiracy just conspiracy theory rabbit holes that we're saving everyone from because <laughs> oh they God. would call they would call the crazy wagon. The Lenny bin would come for us for sure. if we went public. Yeah, we get demonetized real quick. Yeah, um, we would be canceled yeah, um, for sure. So if we're not already, I said bowel cancer. <laughs> And I'm coughing like a (laughs) maniac. Um, So a part of what, a part of, they're laughing out there. We're in the office. Can they hear us? Oh, I'm sure of it. They're probably like those goobs. Wow. (laughs) I'm going to walk out and they're like, you're fired. Get out. (laughs) We didn't know you like that. (laughs) 
so part of the reason that I have this podcast is to just have normal conversations with people either that work for Pearl Business Lab or that we work with as clients and now just my friends and business owners. But um, I think it's really important. I, I love that Pearl Business Lab basically let women lead their business and that's not normal and I'm super thankful for it. And so what I want to do is be able to interact with other females in leadership or that run businesses or own businesses um, and just kind of talk about the journey that you've had as a business owner um, because it's different for everybody and um, your niche is different than anybody that we've talked with before um, and you don't just own and run one business like you're working in lots of different things and wearing lots of different hats um, and I do think that um, the persona that you take on is just uh, hardcore and balls to the wall. And um, if there's anybody that I know in business that knows what they want and know knows how things need to operate in order to be excellent and uh, well taken care of and well delivered, it's you. So Megan Smith, I know. so stop it. Will you speak at my funeral? <laughs> nope, we were not talking like that. Okay. Um. So I kind of want to just get a background on. It's really funny, like your education and uh, what your initial desire was as far as work was concerned and kind of how it brought you to art and yoga and wellness. So I don't know if you want to give us the five minute version of that. Can you possibly? Of like the backstory? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can do it really briefly. So I went to school for nursing. I worked as a nurse. I was kind of the, I mean, I don't ever remember um, wanting to be anything else. I think I've always had, I've always been a nurturer and a caretaker at heart. And I also love anatomy and physiology. I love science. I love human science. And so it was something that um, was, you know, easy-ish for me to learn once I was in school. And then I went to work as a nurse, as a wound care nurse, loved it. I have nothing bad to say about I don't have some big, you know, story of why I left the field. It was more so it was not conducive with where we were with our family. Ori was, I think, one, our son at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was working 12 and 16 hour shifts and I was on call a lot. And so we were just in a place where we knew we wanted to have another baby. And it made the most sense for our family for me to start staying at home. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I... He was in Mother's Day out like a couple mornings a week, went to a local gym, was doing some yoga classes. Side note is I have, I was a competitive horseback rider and I have a lot of injuries because of that, specifically back injuries. And so being pregnant, having a small child really exacerbated all of that. And mm -hmm. so went to a local gym in town, um, a local yoga studio, really got into yoga and just, it was this new take on life. Uh, it conflicted with everything that I thought I knew from conventional Western medicine. Mm -hmm. And I was in this place where I really didn't know how to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And then I was starting to see, oh, this could be applied. Oh, I could do this. Oh, I, you know, maybe don't have to go to see this professional. I could do this stretch at home. And so after that, um, I got asked to, you know, go get certified and teach some classes. But the, I think, entrepreneurial side of me went, why would I teach your class for you make 20 bucks and you keep the money when I could just open a studio and run the show? Mm -hmm. And at 26, that's what I did. And yeah. it's been 11 years and um, I've never looked back, but mm -hmm. that's how it kind of all got started. Yeah. Um, I think about kind of even just in what you were talking about and this, I don't consider myself to have an entrepreneurial, I don't even know how to say it, a, a spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so interesting because I work with people that very much do. Um, and so I think the thing that you have that I don't and that they have that I don't is the, the willingness to take a risk. Yeah, there. I mean, that's just a, such a huge risk to open and start a business from scratch, like on your own, like you're the founder, you're the owner, you're the operator. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know what kind of fueled your fire or a combination of things that fueled the fire to take the risk or if it was just like dumb, let's take a leap. 
I think there's personal. I mean, I definitely know a lot of, I know a lot of entrepreneurs, but I definitely know more men mm-hmm. that are entrepreneurs than women. Um, I think regardless of being a female or a male, I do think that there is that, that risky type personality, but you also know me. I am not mm. at all a risk taker in other areas. Yeah. And I would say I'm probably one of the most, um, when it comes to risk, conservative risk takers ever. Um, I think for me, what drove me more than anything was I'm such a service focused person. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing with being a business owner is you see a problem. Mm-hmm. You don't see the type of answer that you want. Mm-hmm. And so you create the answer to that problem. And, yeah. that, and that was mine. Find the need, fill the need. Yeah. I literally created a yoga studio at the time and a wellness space that offered the kind of services that Murfreesboro did not didn't have when I was in Soho, New York, they had it when I was in Austin, Texas, like at the time Nashville really still hadn't boomed, you know, to the capacity it has now. And so for me, it was more of a, why would I let you take my spot when I'm fully capable of filling it? Yeah. And, and this is something that Kira five years ago would have loved to have. Yeah. And then another kind of part, I think of how I think of it and think of services. I'm always doing things that Kira a few years back could have needed. Yeah. You know, like a younger version of Kira would have loved to have had that. Um, And so mine is definitely, that's the heart behind it. Like, yeah, you have to have balls and you have to have the willingness to take the risk, but then there's heart behind it and there's passion and there's a story to be told. It's not just about, I'm going to go out here and hustle and build a big business and make a ton of money. Like there's more to it. And those fail. And I've seen it. I have seen it a ton, especially in the health and wellness spaces, specifically like in the yoga or any type of put, put the name on it, like group fitness type thing. And I always say this, if, if your goal is to just have a mic on your head and be seen, Mm -hmm. then, then I I don't think that'll be honored long-term. You can fool a lot of people and you can take a lot of people's money and they'll give it to you. Well, there's a certain amount of time. Well, there's a time that that won't be appealing to people. Exactly. And so you can get started without the why behind it. But if your why doesn't directly align with your values, I don't think that it's sustainable for your customer or for you. Yeah. Um, recently, and I say recently within the last couple of years, you just kind of explored some new and different ways. Um, we call it around here, like building an ecosystem. Like, uh, we don't, you know, we want to be able to serve clients, but we constantly want to feed into the environment so that it becomes sustainable long-term, uh, with different, you know, I just think about different creeks that run into one river and, um, a way to, uh, multiply inward. Can you talk to us a little bit about what you've done recently, just out of being in person, helping people with yoga therapy, what you've taken on recently and what that was like for you? Yeah. So when I first started this studio, when, even when I named it Arden Yoga and Wellness, I wanted it to be in kind of all encompassing wellness spot. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to just offer the movement part. Yeah, I wanted to be able to help support people in the other half of it. So at the time I offered wellness consults and then once we had Willow, it was, I mean, I even had a childcare studio or room in the studio. It yeah. just became too much. And, it, and I was such a new business owner. It was more of a, you need to niche down. Like, let's do one thing with excellence before we spread ourselves too thin. I love that. We have that in common so I hard. Know, <laughs> I know. And so, but it's something that I knew we were going to add back in eventually. And so I guess like three years ago or maybe, long, I don't even know. Um, I went back to school, I went to Vanderbilt and did their, um, they have a health coaching program for clinicians. And so I did that. It was like two years, maybe more. That's um, hardcore. It was awful. No, it was great. That I mean, it was a great experience, but the reason I did it, I didn't have to do it. Um, but I need a continuing education. And again, I want to, in anything that I do with my clients, I want to do it with excellence. And so it was something I wanted to really brush up on and get more training on. And then we started offering health coaching services. Mm-hmm. 
as well as yoga therapy. And the reason I wanted to do that is because for so many years I have, I've had clients that it's like, okay, well, your hamstrings are stretched out now, but you still won't drink water and your sleep schedule sucks. Yeah. And that's not something I cover in yoga. I'm not doing an overhaul of Mm. the entire zoom out of your life. I I can't in, in that setting and in that conversation. So that's what I love about too. Like it's a spirit, mind and body connection. Like they're, I can only get your hamstrings stretched out so much before like you're going to have to stop eating garbage. Right. Or you're still going to feel like doo-doo. Exactly. And so it was something that I wanted to offer. So we launched that and then it was right around the time of COVID. And so that forced me, I didn't want to, but it just forced me to do more stuff online. So Mm -hmm. that for, that was the catalyst for us having an online yoga, um, library for people so they can do it a la carte and do it on demand. I remember dreaming with you about that before you, and And then 2020 just pushed all of the buttons of everything going. It did. It expedited it all. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so that's kind of where we are now. And I definitely, and then the podcast, that was another thing we've talked about for forever And I think really for me, the reason to start the podcast was I'm well aware that my schedule is very limited now. Like the days of me work, you know, having 30 sessions a week are just over. And so I'd still see clients in person and online one-on-one, but I might do like 15 at a time. Yeah. And so I wanted to have an offering to where Arden Yoga and Wellness can can and will literally meet you at whatever stage in your wellness you're at. So if you are just curious and have no money, like you're you're like, I financially don't want to have skin in the game yet. Like I'm just yeah, I'm looking. My toe's not even in the water. We have a free podcast and a free YouTube channel. Right. If you're it's like, a resource. Yeah. If you're like, I want to dabble in this and see what it looks like, but I'm not ready for one on one accountability or or the commitment of one on one is not appropriate for me right now. Then we have a membership that's $99 a month. And yeah. It's amazing. And then we have, you can work on, you can work with me individually. And so that's where we're at now. I think we're doing, it's still growing. It's still, you know, in its infancy stages and we're still tweaking things and we're still, you know, trying to let people know about it and why is it different from, you know, Beachbody or whatever else is out yeah. there. Um, but I'm excited about it. And I think it's something really sustainable too for the business. And that yeah. was something I wanted to, I wanted to be able to feel really good about what I was offering my community, my community that does business with me, Yeah, but also go, I cannot give y'all more than I will give my family. Totally. And so it feels balanced. That's where I feel like your um, values align with ours so much. Oh no, I'm watching the time. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will come on two wheels in that pickup line. Um, because you are so family first and you will have your business adapt to fit what your family needs and what's most important. Oh, and you will literally hit the brakes and hit pause if you have to. Um, but I think the other thing that I hear you saying is um, education and like continuing to always be better and always be learning is something that I really value um, about what I have seen in other entrepreneurs um, because not only are you learning, you're always trying to find innovative ways and better ways to offer your services. And so I think what happens is I'm a black and white person. You put me on the road and I'm just going to run that road as hard as I can for as long as I can. And I think what I value and what I love so much about your spirit and about your mind is I always want to be the most excellent. I always want to be learning. I always want to be up on my game so I can never stop learning. But then also I need to be continuously thinking and brainstorming and innovative in how I can offer my services in different ways so that I can serve my family or so that my body can get older. Like right. I can only yeah. use my body for so long. Um, and these are things that people don't consider when you think about being self-employed or owning your own business. Like it's on your back. Like, yeah, it is. So caring for yourself and preparing in that way. Um, quickly, I could sit and talk about this forever. Um, part two. Part two. I know, right? Yeah. Ooh, don't test me. Um, the other thing that, um, I just want you to touch on, you have your own business that you founded own and that you operate. Mm -hmm. Your husband also owns a local roofing company, which you help with so much. So you guys are doing that. Um, and you're helping with that, but then you also just opened your first, what do you want to share? It's 
luxurious. It's so awesome. Um, yeah, so we have a mountain house um, that we're going to be, we'll use it as a personal home, but an Airbnb. Yeah. And I'm so excited about it. Yeah. It's in Monegle, and it was something that we were not even thinking about doing. Yeah. And we, it was like, like we, it was in this like dream neighborhood that I would never even imagine that I could be in. And we made an offer and we're firm and it worked out. And so we spent the past year, me and Boone have been the contractors on it. Mm-hmm. We've been, we've spent the past year finishing this house out and yeah. it's so beautiful. And I mean, you've been to my my house, and I, it's not that my house is amazing, but I, I love space. I love I love hosting. I love welcoming people. Yeah. It's part of how I, I like to nurture and love. And so it was so fun to create a space that wasn't my own home and be able to take a lot of the things that I love but do kind yeah. of different spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really fun to do it with with my husband it was yeah. a really fun project that was like just ours yeah um and so yeah so that's our our new so now you're dabbling in the real estate I mean I wouldn't say real estate it, I mean it's an investment it, it's totally an in in, real investment mm-hmm. um we'll see how it goes I mean I'm I'm, I'm sure the listeners are gonna be like you said she's a good businesswoman does she know what interest rates are right now <laughs> doing like now's when you get into well I mean there's only so many things we can control they weren't like that when I bought the house a year ago um, it's really beautiful it's so great and I, I'm 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 definitely a bit fearful because like we've stayed there with our kids and we've been up there a lot and I'm afraid that people won't love it and respect it you know yeah. like people are gonna that's mine. I know, and but um, a mutual friend of ours that is one. She's like more than just a mutual friend. She's one of our best friends, yeah. Shelby. Mm-hmm. Shelby is another female entrepreneur. I know and she's younger than us. I'm and coming she, for you, Shelby Fennan. My girl, our girl mm-hmm. is like she's so risky in the best way. Like Shelby's always five step ahead of Why every other. Why am I not in that club? What is wrong with I me? I don't know what it is with Shelby because she's like. I mean, she's like she's 13 child. and she's already got like, she doesn't even have her driver's no, license. She's got a hardship license. <laughs> <laughs> and she, so she is really, I'm not kidding. Helped guide me so much yeah. in this whole. This ain't her first rodeo. No, it is not. Shelby has Airbnbs. Her and her husband do it well. They live in Birmingham now. And so Shelby, like this morning we were FaceTiming yeah. and she has literally taken the reins and helped me down to the pictures to like sitting on her couch and typing out the, the, you know, description of the house. So yeah, I think what I'll say to that is I think any good business owner, you cannot be a a good business owner and have a big ego because right. you have to understand that to be a good business owner, you have to know where your talents end yeah, and you have to know where do I recruit? Where do I offload? Mm-hmm. And then how do I, how do I enable and equip the people around me to lean into their gifts? Yeah. And so that's something the past year that I've had to do because I've been a one woman show since I was 26 with all mm-hmm. this in the past, probably 18 months. I think you can also get a chip on your shoulder when you're like that. Cause you're like, you know what I mean? You like if it's pr- just yeah, you, yeah, yeah, if yeah. it's just you, you're like, I got this. I don't need anybody. Goal. Like watch all my plates spin. Exactly. Yeah, for so sure. having those people that you yeah. can tap and say, I need help. Yeah. Well, and Shelby, you know, Shelby's also good with boundaries, I feel like. And so Shelby has been so awesome at helping me. But it's been one of those where I had to go. It's not that I can't do it. Like, I could figure it out. But there's no way for me to do this well with excellence. Yeah. And so help me, please. And so Shelby, I do have to say, I don't want to act like I'm doing all this by myself. Shelby has been so helpful getting everything set up on the back end of Airbnb. And hopefully... um we'll start getting that sucker rented out because I'm on the streets um, driving my kids to soccer fields all the time. Listen, I'm I'm really excited. I think that it's a great move just in general for you to be able to enjoy with your family, but then also to test another thing, to try another yeah. thing. And uh, we love creating, me and Boone really do love um, creating spaces and I could only build one more like barn or shed on our property at this time. <laughs> It was time. Hey, <laughs> we can't have any more shacks. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Uh, you could do like a glamping like doghouse. 
No, for Dixie. No, she's <laughs> she's not having it. Um, she's like, I live at home on this couch. Well, I want to do um like a little. I want to do a barn for my animals because you know right now they don't have a barn, so that's the next thing. And I want to have um like a little stall for the miniature cow. I can't talk about the cow. Like all different levels of doors <laughs> so for everybody's cute. heads because they're all different heights. I know he's a buddy. I love it. Well, unfortunately, school pickup plan and the things have to end <sighs> and charmed. put a damper on this love affair but um, I, never, I never want it to end i know i don't either you can come back yeah this, there's more where this came from yeah um well thank you guys for listening i'm just really appreciative for my friend but also my my business owner boss b energy being in the house so that we can just talk about all the things um go follow kira i'll put her socials in a post but arden yoga wellness on instagram um and then i'll have to get the handle for the house and we can post that too yeah um but she's a whole aesthetic and a vibe and she's smart and funny and fun and she knows a lot more about pop culture than she lets on <laughs> i mean if if it it, it is down with me today <laughs> no i, mean, I literally uh, this is exactly what i hope for i was like could it stop I, myself I was, I was like i need this to be an authentic conversation because you and i don't fake well never like, we can't put on a suit and tie and act like we're an adult i did think about wearing a power suit that was there. i just didn't have time to like get the whole thing together but i had this vision of me walking in <laughs> with like a Hillary Clinton wig and just <laughs> ready. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, uh, just keep up on um, Instagram for any events and things like that that we've got coming up. Uh, and let us know what you thought about the episode. We will see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.